Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the Rebellious Coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the traditional nine to five and pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment. If you're feeling stagnant and frustrated in your career and want to feel free and fulfilled, this podcast is here to reignite your passion for work and life by providing you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. So get ready to break free and start living life on your own terms. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Escape the Rat Race for 2024. I'd like to start off the year with a special episode, which has all come about from the reaction I had to a LinkedIn post. Early this week, I wrote about the time I'd taken away over Christmas from social media. Um, It all got a bit too much for me last year, and I just needed that break. I spent 2023 putting myself out there like any good Mrs. Owner would. I frequently stepped out of my comfort zone. I presented at conferences. I went on LinkedIn Lives. I ran workshops. You name it, I did it. But it all took its toll. Without me realising it, I had used up all my energy. So by the time I got to December, I just ran out of steam and just couldn't go on. I know from my coaching that I needed to take care of myself and take a break. So I did. That allowed me to think about why I'd run out of energy. I think I take care of myself. I sleep well most of the time. I eat well, if not a bit too much. But I exercise. Um, I go on lots of walks. So it wasn't a physical energy that I'd run out of. It was emotional energy. Now, I'd long known that I'm an introvert. But why does this matter? Well, let's first of all have a look at what being an introvert means and how it differs from being an extrovert. Now, being an introvert or extrovert doesn't mean you're shy or you're not shy. It's something more than that. It's about where you draw your energy from and how you interact with the world. An introvert will draw their energy from spending time alone in quiet situations. Um, The social interactions, they might prefer smaller groups, uh, more intimate settings, maybe one-to-one interactions rather than a large social event. They might find it, you know, the big kind of social events just a little bit too much. I certainly relate to this one. I much prefer to kind of be in small groups and be able to kind of have a chat to people. Although you do see me at the larger events, but we'll come on to that, how I cope with those. The communication style for interview introverts can also be a little bit more thoughtful and reflective. And that's not to say extroverts can't be thoughtful and reflective. It's not as black and white as that. But it just kind of that is it, it tends to be the norm. They're, maybe they process information um, before responding in a social situation. And the interests, that can also be reflective of the introverts. It may be a little bit more um, solo things like reading, writing, engaging in hobbies, um, not doing things in large groups. I know I I enjoy going to the cinema and theatre and things, which are actually quite solitary things. An extrovert, on the other hand, will get their energy from being around people, being stimulated. They'll thrive on social interactions um, with the, the kind of the working from home that's going on at the moment. Um, extroverts may struggle a little bit more than introverts because they're not getting to see their colleagues at work as much. The social interactions, they're typically going to be like going out um, in large groups, um, being much more social and much more energised by these large groups. And their communication style maybe tend to be more expressive. They may think out aloud a little bit more. Um, They'll be comfortable in engaging conversations and may speak more kind of fully before processing their thoughts. 
On the interest fronts, they may enjoy more group activities, parties and other social events, and they may seek out new experiences and want to be in the midst of the actions. Now, as I said earlier, kind of it's not black and white. Um, introverts and extroverts, it's, it's a spectrum. It's a, a long line. If you can think about a long line, you could, you're not going to be kind of just one or the other. It could be anywhere along this line. And as I talked through these differences, I could kind of see some of it was true for me and some not. And I'm sure you feel the same. Not all introverts or extroverts are the same. And there is actually been kind of a little bit more kind of work being done on kind of introverts. And this is the kind of the area that I've been looking into. And that's there's some subgroups of introverts. And this might help you kind of identify a little bit more with kind of how kind of in, uh, being introverted kind of impacts you. Now I'm going to go through these kind of the subgroups. The first is social introverts. These individuals might enjoy time alone, but they also appreciate and value social interactions. Now these social actions may be in a kind of small or close-knit groups, but they still kind of enjoy them and they still will thrive on these. They may be selective about their social circles, kind of preferring kind of more meaningful con- connections rather than kind of large gatherings. Then it's thinking introverts. Now, some introverts are much more focused on their internal thoughts and reflective processes. They'll enjoy time kind of spending on their own, maybe deeply thinking, pondering ideas and engaging in this introspection. And then there's anxious introverts. And this is where kind of introversion kind of interacts with social anxiety. Um, the actual Anxious introverts may prefer solitude, not only because they enjoy it, but because the social um, situations actually cause them to be anxious. So they may need more time to feel comfortable in a social setting. And then there's restrained introverts. These introverts are cautious. They may take a bit longer to open up in a social situation. They might just observe and listen attentively before kind of actively participating in a conversational activities. I'm sure you kind of, whether you you relate to this one or you've kind of been in a meeting and you think so-and-so hasn't actually said nothing or you feel you haven't said anything, but you feel you've taken full part in that meeting. And this might be kind of an indication here where you're just observing and listening before you go away and talk. And then there's a fifth category. And I know I kind of said there was kind of four categories of introverts, but this is kind of a fifth and it's classes ambiverts. And it's not a strict kind of type of introversion. But it's kind of a, someone who has kind of a balance between introverted and extroverted traits. They may feel comfortable in both sorts of situations, in solitary settings and social. So they're kind of a bit in between. So I'll repeat kind of the question I said at the beginning. Why does it matter? Well, it explains why I ran out of energy. I don't like labels, but in this instance, I think it helps me understand I'll probably put myself in the social introverted group. I was out of balance. I spent too much time being social and not enough time recharging on my own. What my post on Monday onto LinkedIn made me realise is I'm not alone. There's many people in my following who feel this way. So this episode is for you to encourage you to accept who you are and know it's fine to be this way. Now, there's always times when we have to kind of step out into the world and being an introvert, it can be a little bit harder. So I'm going to put together a few tips here for you to kind of help you kind of not overcome being an introvert, because I don't think there is anything to overcome. It's something to embrace, but just to help you on a day to day basis. Firstly, just be aware of who you are. 
and say it's no it's no stigma to being an introvert it's just who you are and how you deal with things and if you recognize this it helps you kind of be in tune with what you need and adjust the way that you do things to be in tune with that it helps you manage your energy knowing your kind of your introvert knowing that you have to kind of recharge after doing something maybe social can really kind of help you and help you not actually burn out. Um, I had last week went to a wonderful event with other coaches, uh, very kind of lively, social, big event um, to the pub afterwards. It was a lot. And I think towards the end of the day, I was really feeling I can't do this anymore. My energy was telling me, no, I've had enough. So I just kind of went out and I had a little bit of a walk before we went to the pub in the evening. And it just gave me that time just to reflect and kind of give myself that energy to be able to be there again. But then again, I didn't stay too long because my energy wasn't there. So this is my social introversion kind of coming out. So it is just be kind of very conscious of it. And if you do that, then you will still be able to participate in what you want to do. Now, your communication style may be slightly different and being aware of that, you may be more thoughtful or reflective in your communication. And just knowing this will help you interact with others. And also, if you kind of make people aware that's the way you work, it will help others interact with you. There is lots of work when you're um, in the in the workplace kind of done on kind of making teams work together and a lot of people do personality tests and this is one of the reasons why they can be so powerful is that when people recognize how each other's communication style it helps them actually be able to communicate better and it helps teams work better together so it is very important and it's not something to um, be ashamed of if you are kind of that thoughtful and reflective communicator and this kind of brings on to kind of the way that you work and the way that you study um, where you're looking at things. So if you're someone, if you're an introvert, you may find a noisy office or a noisy library with lots of things going on really hard to be able to cope with. So you might want to say, actually, no, I need a quieter environment to work in. Working from home usually is quite a good solution to this because it tend, it can be a quiet environment, but not always, not for everyone. So just kind of be aware of what your needs are. And say, don't be afraid to kind of ask to be able to have those needs kind of met and have kind of adjustments made to your working or study environment. Now, your social interactions, understanding these will help you navigate some of the places that you may not feel so comfortable. You may choose smaller gatherings or when you do a larger gathering, kind of be aware that it might use up your energy and therefore you need that time away. Set some boundaries. And again, this is where it kind of, comes with the social gatherings or when you use up your energy say okay enough is enough um returning to kind of this this event i went to on friday i know there was a couple of people i actually didn't go to the pub in the evening and they came to me afterwards and said well that was because i didn't have any social inter- um, energy left they kind of they have this introversion in them and they just didn't have anything left after quite a uh, an energetic day and then it can help with your stress so just by knowing that you this is being aware of your introverted tendencies can contribute to give you better stress management. You need to kind of incorporate some maybe some relaxation techniques or some downtime into your day-to-day routine just to be able to kind of help you kind of do that recharge. And then understanding introversion can also kind of help you in getting meaningful relationships. You may seek a, a deeper connections with a few close friends and you may think, oh, I've only got two or three close friends. I'm not normal. I, I'm supposed to have a big group. No, you don't. This, this, is, this is perfectly normal and it's what you need and just recognise it and then you'll be able to be more comfortable with that. 
And then lastly, embracing it. Your nature and leveraging its strengths can contribute to your personal growth. It encourages to appreciate and value your unique qualities and find you will find ways to thrive in all these aspects of life. So does it matter if you're an introvert? In many ways it doesn't, but it's just who you are. But by being aware of who you are, you can make sure you take care of yourself and get the most out of life. So let's rebel against society, which is much more set up for extroverts, and embrace being an introvert, because we are special and we have so much to give. That's it for this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. If you have any questions about this or any other topic that I cover on the podcast, then please do get in touch. My contact details are in the show notes. So I'll see you next week on Escape the Rat Race. That's all for today's episode of Escape the Rat Race. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom, purpose and fulfilment. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. And if you have any questions, comments or feedback, feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.